Hi, I'm Kevin Weir. And I'm Jeremy Verkley. And welcome to The Third Space. And we thought that we would, uh, maybe just do something special today. That's right. Maybe we can go fishing. Yeah, maybe we can just take a ball and throw it back and forth in the yard. Now, I want you to know, we're not trying to replace your real podcast. Yeah, we, we know that was a very special relationship. And we know we might not be able to say one, but... But us and your us and your headphones, we really do love each other. And, well, I'd really like it if you could be part of that love. Yeah. So, how, so what do you say? Come on, champ. Let's get out there. Hello, Kevin. Hello, Jeremy. Another week has gone by. <laughs> yes, an- another period of time has passed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as it tends to do. As <laughs> Once again. <laughs> Once again, the laws of the universe have asserted themselves. <laughs> they have continued to be accurate. Yeah. Um, hey, have you ever been to a VIP theater? Oh, you mean the one that's down the south of the city? Yeah. I have not been there yet. Well, for one thing, there are comfier chairs. I believe they would be. As two broad gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, usually, usually going... And as two gentlemen broads. Yeah. <laughs> um, usually going to a theater means being cozy with whoever's beside you. Yeah, getting those shoulder touches. Mm, mm. Great. Whose armrest is this? Because there's only one. It's ours. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's more spacious. Yeah, that's good. Um. I will give you a pro tip. Yeah? The nachos are delicious. However, you should not order them. Oh, okay. I mean, sure. Go ahead. Why? Because when, when you're in the theater, Kevin, it gets dark. Have you ever tried to eat the not- nachos in the dark without <laughs> spilling on yourself? You don't get a bib, Kevin. I don't... <laughs> I'm... be honest. They, they have nachos at other, like, movie theaters as well. Yeah. I, mean? I, I don't... I don't like... I don't eat movie theater nachos. But they're not movie theater nachos. That's why I got them. Oh, they're legit they're like, nachos. They're legit nachos. Ah, like... N- not they, with... They not, have pulled pork on them, Kevin. Not with cheese TM sauce? No. Okay. Not with space cheese. <laughs> not, not with legally, technically cheese. It had cheese and tomatoes and jalapenos and pulled pork. And it okay. came with sour cream and salsa. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the worst thing at the, uh, the movie theater I usually go to is that they have, like... Specialty hot dogs, as you could call it. Yeah. Um, and I once I was like, that actually looks really good. I should give that a try. And then I had it, and I had it in my hand, and I was looking at it, and then looking at the seat and the screen, then me, and then the seat and the screen. I'm like, there's no honest way to eat this. <laughs> yeah, there's no good way. No, yeah, because it's it's like when it's like the chili you're supposed to eat. Like you're supposed to use a fork and a knife because there's so much stuff on it. Yeah, that you can't hold it and do the yeah. know, usual hot dog thing. Yeah, I'm like, why would someone give this to me in this setting? <laughs> <laughs> this is not food for I'll a t- theater. I'll tell you who, Kevin, an evil person, <laughs> a person who loves chaos, a person who wants to ruin your favorite shirt. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yes, <laughs> truly, truly, that is the most evil thing. Yeah. Uh, no, I've not been to the VIP theater, the VIP theater. It's it, the cl- it is nice. It is the closest theater to me. Yeah. So I just haven't been to a film lately. Yeah, it, it is. It is nice. It is nice. Yeah. Um, and Once you've been to the Spider-Verses. Playing there? Yeah. That'd be cool. 
It's playing somewhere in Calgary. I know that. But I, I think it might be like up in Eau Claire. Probably. It's a, it's a limited release movie for yeah. sure. Yeah. Unfortunately. Anyways, that's the interesting thing I did this week. Is you got nachos all over yourself. You nachos all over myself. <laughs> in the dark. In the dark. <laughs> While listening to fake Freddie Mercury. Um, the... <laughs> <laughs> it was like the nice about spilling yourself on something in the dark is you're like, I have to deal with this for two hours. That's true. That's true. And I did like... Till then I wallow. Uh, well, the thing is, is that I did manage to keep most of the mess off of me. It's just like spots of grease and like sour cream on the fleece sweater I wore. <laughs> um, there's nothing you can do about it. At a certain point, I was just like, fuck it. <laughs> I'm a monster. <laughs> I am the monster you wanted me to be. <laughs> I was like, give me more of this. And then my girlfriend um, was like, hey, do you want some new wet naps? I have them in my purse. And I was like, God bless you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you have a bath with you, too? Because I could really use one. Jeremy, as a similarly bearded man, what do you say is the worst food to eat? For um, I would say the worst food to eat is an overly stuffed, overly sauced sandwich. And yeah, I mean that's pretty bad. Yeah, I I think similar similarly and like for similar reasons is ribs. Yeah, ribs ribs are bad because there's no way to avoid it. Similarly to the overstuffed sandwich. Yeah, it's because it curls around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like this is meant to go all over my face. Yeah, which is unfortunate because I I like ribs, but I'm like this is too. But I mean, I both like and hate ribs so much. Here's because... the way. Here's the way to get around it, Kevin. Yeah, you only have dry ribs. Yeah, I'm, I mean, yeah, but a lot of places don't just don't do dry ribs. Well, well a lot looks of them, like you're not getting ribs. From a there, lot of them are like, ah, we'll, we'll give you the sauciest ribs. And I'm like, this is this takes up everything about me for this moment because you can't do anything else. You're you're sitting there like a surgeon with your hands in the air. <laughs> yeah, you can't touch anything else. Not even your your glass of water. Yeah, you're like, oh no, <laughs> and then you then you're stuck and you can't move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's the all. content you tuned in for. <laughs> As I was talking about <laughs> food for, especially messy food. Yeah. Let's talk about messy food for a little bit. Yeah. Well, let's talk about something else that is messy. Yeah. Um, you and I have both watched the original sci-fi classic Solaris. <laughs> yes, we have. And the remake of it. And the remake of it. Yeah. Um, not quite as painful. No. No. To watch. Um, that movie is long, yo. It, yeah. Um, that movie is long and not a lot happens. Now, before we, before we say our topic, Kevin, yeah. I want you to tell me what you think Solaris is about. Um, okay. Solaris is about some people on a space station. And then there's ghosts, but they're also not ghosts. But also, you don't react to them like they're ghosts. You're just sort of like, hey, that's a dead person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and a guy gets there, and he's like, this is all weird, and my dead wife is not dead, and we're talking about life and stuff, and then he goes down to a planet, and there's a cottage on the planet. Also, it's a water planet. Yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> Kevin, yeah. what that movie is apparently actually about is that there is an astronaut. Yeah. Wait, or, oh, we know, oh, we know that. He's, yeah, yeah. He is orbiting. Yeah. A planet in the space station that yeah. is covered yeah. in a psychic ocean. Yeah, that <laughs> that is that Kevin reconstructs his dead wife. Yeah. Now, does it reconstruct or does it just put a vision? Is it? It's he a psychic her, reconstruction. Psychic reconstruction is the official phrasing. <laughs> 
the official phrase. Kevin. Yeah. What if our oceans were psychic? <laughs> Specifically in this form of psychic. Yeah. Like what if you lived on the planet Solaris? No, because the, well, I mean, that entire planet is covered well, in no, the Well, no, I understand ocean. that. But what yeah. if, but I mean. What if our oceans. What if, what if, what if. Were Solaris' psychic. Yeah, what if that is just endgame Solaris? What if, what if all the, <laughs> the polar ice caps melted and now there's just one cottage? Okay, I got you. <laughs> A psychic cottage. A, a psychic reconstruction cottage. Of a cottage, yes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's that main character is like... Yeah, he's gone mad. Well, Or yes. he's gone glad. He's gone... He's gone... <laughs> I don't know. What a film. Um, <laughs> <laughs> years later, stays with me. Uh, I do think we're going to get some like, like, uh, real sci-fi buffs who are like, Solaris is a very important uh, uh, observation on the, the, the state of humanity. And their... It might be. It's also really boringly made. It is. It's very boringly There's made. an extended sequence where the main character walks down hallways. Then he looks into a hallway and, and sees his dead wife and goes, huh, and then keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, okay. It's kind of like no, you see the those. psychic the psychic energy is uh, dampening their reactions to things. Yeah, that's fun to see. Yeah, great, <laughs> cool, that's interesting. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say. Continue. <laughs> uh, psychic energy dampens their reactions. Oh, I got like, it. I got there it. There we go. I got it. Um, I knew I got it back. To a me. famous reviewer. Yeah. I don't want a buzzword. <laughs> buzzword him. Um, said that it is an interesting dissection on the, what the nature of love is that's fair um, i can see that yeah <laughs> i can also see can you love your own psychic memory of something the answer kevin is yes <laughs> i mean sure all all memories and, and love is all thoughts yeah and thoughts can be thoughts thoughts are love thoughts are thoughts jeremy <laughs> thoughts are thoughts <laughs> Anyway, anyway, Kevin. <laughs> I know saying thoughts is very clearly what I was doing it, but I was also thinking of that word I word learned recently, which is T-H-O-T, which I'm not quite sure what it is. Oh, that's a bad word. It's a bad word? It's a bad word. That's, that's, that's a, you don't call somebody uh, that if you like them. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I, I don't know what it's words It's degrading are. and insulting. I don't know what it stands for either, but I know that it's bad. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, internet. Uh. <laughs> cramming words together yep all right so we got a psychic ocean so, so let's imagine that once solaris was a earth and our i mean let's just imagine our oceans are psychic kevin that works as well <laughs> everything works in the end so we have psychic oceans yeah now now i have a question jeremy why did that psychic ocean do what it did I no, we have no idea. We got to put this ocean on trial, Jeremy. I know we do, and unfortunately, it's an ocean. So <laughs> it, we'll get in the courtroom. It's either drowning everyone, or well, I it's think in I a think tub. let's start with what we know for sure an ocean is, and that is, <laughs> and that is liquid water. Okay, so we got a body of water. Yes, we got a body of water. Now, what are some properties of water? Well, it's reflective. Okay, it is an insulator all right and it is more dense than air <laughs> okay can uh, we it can apply freeze in, it can freeze into a solid it can freeze into a, a solid temperature and it can turn into a gas yeah it it can uh douse flames yeah 
it actually of itself is not electrical conductive. It's all the stuff in it. Yep. Uh, though oceans will have a lot of things in it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Now, of those properties of ocean water, can any of them be replied to psychic phenomenon? Be applied to psychic phenomenon. I mean, I guess you could say the reflective thing is... I like, guess, yeah, the thought that's put into it comes back. There's a response. Yeah, but I mean, what the thing about Solaris also is that they are in a space station above the ocean planet. Yeah, so it has a long range. Um, and also, I, 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 so it's ref, if, if we take the idea that it's reflective, and now we're just dissecting Solaris. If we take the <laughs> idea that it's, that it's reflective, yeah, then it can take your like subconscious thoughts. I guess, I, and I guess it's, it's really, really focused on dead people because there's other dead people, other um, people on that space station who their dead loved ones come back. Yeah. So maybe this ocean is just like real focused on being like, now who did you lose and who can I give back to you? Well, hold on for a second, Kevin. I was going to save this till it became relevant, but I think it already has. Okay. My takeaway from Solaris yeah. was that the planet would lure living beings to it by constructing something that they desired. And then basically ate them. Oh, no, 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 don't get me wrong. The planet is a trap planet. Yeah. Because it, it pretty much everybody, the entire thing is like, I'm just going to stay on Solaris. Yeah. I'm going to stay with my... The, 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 the question... Yeah, are, and there's like the one sane character who's like, don't do that. Is there? Yeah, the doctor's like, you probably shouldn't do that, man. <laughs> yeah, but once again, because nobody in this is like, like a real human being, mm-hmm. you're sort of like, you know, you probably shouldn't, but I mean... But I'm gonna. Honda, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm pretty much drunk right now. So I think what that tells us is that it it might resurrect dead relatives to draw you to the ocean. Yeah, it's well, right? yeah, it's it's like but an angler. It fish. might also it might all like it will choose the lure that it thinks it's best. So we so not only is the ocean psychic, it is predatory. Hear the sirens call of the psychic ocean, Kevin. Okay. <laughs> um <laughs> For you to go into the ocean and, I guess, feed it with your dead body. Yeah. Make it more conductive. I mean, uh, the, thing, the thing is that that's what I was I was thinking that, but I'm like, but are we assuming that the ocean is intelligent? Uh, or is it more like a Venus flytrap? Instinctual. Yeah. yeah, I think instinctual is the better. But, but is basically, it also, Isn't it also possible that the ocean just, like... Wants to be loved? Trying its best. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, I'll give you, you're sad about your dead wife, or you, you don't have emotions for your robot in this movie, but someone must be dad about, dad about this dad wife. <laughs> Somebody is dad about this sad wife. <laughs> Someone's sad about a dad wife. <laughs> Someone's mad about a sad wife? Mm, nope. Mm. That one doesn't, that one doesn't track. Uh, okay, so what, I mean, <laughs> regardless of the ocean's intent. Yeah. What happens is, is it conjures things people want yeah. to lead them to the ocean. Now, with Solaris, it does uh, appear as though the planet, it's the like the, the the ocean is psychic, but is it not related to the planet at all? There is no mention of the planet in you're the synopsis I read. You're absolutely correct. I always assumed <laughs> when I watched the movie that it is a planet size, is a planet-based thing. Mm-hmm. That this planet is doing this. Because that's what all they talk about is Solaris. Yeah. That, that recap specifically states... Psychic that ocean. That the ocean is psychic. Yeah, the and the ocean planet has... Is just, 
covered the planet. And the planet is just dumb rocks. Oh, yeah. my God. The ocean has eaten the planet. Yes, that's right. <laughs> the ocean created a hallucination for that planet. Maybe whenever, maybe whenever <laughs> anyone goes into the ocean, the ocean just rises. Maybe. It's like, yeah, soon I will consume <laughs> so, all. Soon I will consume this planet. Everything shall be mine. <laughs> oh, like, so the oh, Ice dang, Age was do. like defense. Yeah. Because you froze the psychic ocean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you must protect yourself from the psychic ocean. By freezing it. By freezing it. Um, the evil, evil psychic ocean. <laughs> All right, so now we live on a planet. Yeah. And there is an evil psychic ocean. That is continually trying to lure people an, and an, other things, I'm assuming. An evil, predatory psychic ocean. <laughs> yes. We're getting very close to Briarweald. <laughs> where the planet is trying to kill you but it's how not do, the planet kevin how, it's only the ocean how come when we made uh briarweald in our world generator we never discussed the fact that the ocean could be a psychic <laughs> monster uh did, i don't think it felt with the it fell within the aesthetic we were working I think, in. yeah i think we focused a lot on the land there yeah was the ocean made of blood yeah it was it was a blood it ocean. was a blood ocean yeah okay maybe that's why yeah it's hard to be like everything in that in that episode is like red and black yeah. in color tone. Oh yeah, hundred. And psychic is purpley usually. <laughs> that is the color of psychic. It is does, purple. It doesn't doesn't fit with the aesthetic we were going for. Yeah, Pokemon taught me that. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so uh, oh god, a evil psychic predatory ocean. Yeah. Uh, what else do we know about it from? Because I want I want to focus on a lot, like really, really setting out what this thing is. I mean, we, we know it into. has a, a stupid range. Yeah, it was able to reach the space station. Somebody in orbit in space. Space, space, space. space. It's probably because it's it's taking over the entire planet. At that That's point, true. Okay, so it probably has a less of a range. But I have to I have to think that anywhere in the atmosphere. Oh yeah, would, no. If you are on Earth, yeah, you, you would be subject to its. That ocean call. can get you. <laughs> Going to get you. It's going to get you. Going to get you. Um, uh, that makes hurricanes and and like tsunamis a lot more frightening. Yeah, those that's are literally the ocean coming to get you. I'm coming to get you. Oh, the wind is on my side now. <laughs> I'm coming for you. Um, yeah, it's a good thing the ocean can't talk. <laughs> well, I mean, it can kind of. Uh, people, if it's um, sending, because people do are. I think they are trying to convince their ah man. But Farmy's like, man, I wish we watched this, you know, earlier than a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, but also, I'm glad we didn't rewatch. <laughs> it's that, a long movie, y'all. It's a long movie, and nothing happens for a lot of it. It's not true. Hallways happen, Kevin. Hallways. Hallways, Hallways and, and the clacking of hard-soled shoes. It is the quintessential, like, 60s and 70s, uh, 70s movie, I guess, but also 60s, 70s. And uh, even 1972, the, I believe. Yeah, it's... Is the original. Yeah, it's the quintessential movie of that decade because I remember watching another movie from the 70s, from, like, especially the early 70s, mm -hmm. where there's a scene where somebody gets off a plane, and we see the entire process... And this isn't over credits or anything. Yeah. We see the process of him walking from one end of the hallway to the other, where he's going down like the terminal. Yeah. And just watch out. You just you see that. Thump, thump, I mean, thump, it's thump, thump, it's, thump, it's definitely like, in the style. In the, that was a style of that time, right? Like when, and it was a style of science fiction too. Like when you think of two thousand one, a space odyssey. 
Yeah. There's a bunch of scenes where people are just doing normal things. We also watched that one uh, together, and I fell asleep during the kaleidoscope. That's because it's like 15-minute like drug trip. Like I, was, like, I was sitting next to you, and then, I'm just, then I just remember zoning out and then zoning back in and being like, what? Oh, it's still going. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, and the funny thing is, when you do, I could have even just zoned out for like two seconds, but once you do that, once you zone out and like... <laughs> go to sleep for a for a second. You all of a sudden have no concept of time. Yeah. So I'm like, how long has it been going on for? I look around <laughs> to make sure everyone's still there. <laughs> I'm like, what? Is, is that that scene in that movie is so long <laughs> that I was like, okay, yeah, uh huh. I'm watching it. Oh, there goes Kevin. Kevin fell out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we lost Kevin. We lost Kevin. Uh, okay. Um. Okay. Well, I'll just wait. Is it going to change? Nope. All right. You know what? I'm just going to I'm just going to start watching the other people in this class because this is not doing it for me. Well, it's it's the sort of thing like at the time it would have been like spectacle like because yeah. it's like it's it's like when you go to you know planetariums and things like that and you just watch like It's like when they put a firecracker in a foam death star. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's like. Yeah, except for it's a lot of firecrackers and a lot of foam death stars and a, and just enough that it's too much. Yeah, n- not just enough. It's <laughs> no, you're like, right. It's, you're, you're it circles right. around. It does the family guy thing where they're like, this joke isn't funny anymore. Well, let's keep it going until it gets funny again. <laughs> except it was never funny, Kevin. No, yeah. It was interesting once. And yeah. then, it, then it faded to being boring. It was kind of interesting. And then, and then it was an interesting choice to have it happen for so long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, seventies really like to he- like to hold on things and don't come at me with your ah, you have short attention spans. It's boring. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. You you just had less to do in the seventies, <laughs> so you're like ah, oh, it's either this or or I- you actually were high on acid, in which case that was your favorite part of the movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh man, don't come at us. Don't come at me. <laughs> I put a hard K on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe don't put so much emphasis on cum. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it upset me. All right. So Solaris. So Solaris and the Psychic Oceans. Um, what are the other things? Like, like I'm trying to think of the reflect the the things that it makes, the constructs, if you will. Mm-hmm. So they're they're made as like angler lights, effectively. Yes, to dangle and to draw you in. Mm-hmm. Though I feel like there wasn't there a time when his conscience was telling him not to go to the planet and to leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe there was reverse psychology. No, what? Well, the way I see it is that obviously the ocean has these lures. Yeah, right. Um, Fission. But I do think it is still reflective. Yeah. So I think if you are feeling um, reticent, yeah, to go to the ocean. There's a possibility for that to show up, too. Ah, yes. Right? Where you see what you want in the lure. Um, one other thing, Kevin. Yeah? That we have to talk about, about this ocean, is that when um, he goes down to the ocean. Yeah. To his psychic cottage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he goes into, like, the psychic swirl. Yeah. And I don't think we see any water. In the swirl? Yeah. I think there is no water. It's just like a psychic tide. Okay. Which means that you could walk into it. 
Okay. And you never drowned because there's no water. So it's not water. It's just psychic energy that yeah. looks like water. Yeah. Well, that also means there's no fish. Yep. <laughs> or any that, or any ocean life. I mean, there could be maybe a psychic whale floating around in there. Oh, you know there is. And he's just waiting. <laughs> he's going to Moby Dick this shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> also means like boats can't go on it. I thought I don't think he touches the water. I thought he just goes into the cottage. Yeah, but if the if the if Solaris is covered, yeah, in a psychic ocean, that means he if he's on ground, he's in the ocean. Yeah, but it could be that as also like these constructs have form. That is also could just be another like a, a construct island. I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. To give essentially people a. I guess the question is this then. Kevin. Well, because if you if you were flying down and the and you were like, I gotta go to Solaris, <laughs> and then uh, you get there and it's only water, you'd be like, guess I can't. <laughs> um, but if, no, oh yeah, but here's my question, Kevin. Yeah. Is the psychic reconstruction only solid to the person who it's targeting? Or does it create real solid things? No, I think it creates real solid things until okay. they're not there anymore. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure because they, they can see each other. In which like, case, there are definitely giant psychic whales roaming around the psychic ocean trying to swallow things that enter it. Yeah, well, I mean, also, I mean, also the ocean itself is now water again because yeah. that makes sense. That's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because there's nothing in Solaris to say otherwise. <laughs> I think I think the problem is that if we don't if it's not water and also not an ocean, <laughs> then we have to get into like ecology things. That's true, and that's a lot of nonsense <laughs> that I don't want to discuss. Oh, nonsense that you don't want to discuss. Okay. Yes, okay. no, no. It, I mean that is different from our usual podcast <laughs> where we want to focus in on the nonsense. Yeah, really hard. <laughs> I want to talk about this nonsense forever. That's right. Yeah. Uh, okay. So. I think the first thing that we have to say what happens, because we should say something that happens before we go to commercial. Okay. Um, I think the first thing that happens is that people settle less along coastlines. <laughs> yeah. Which is, it sounds like a small thing, but it is significant. Yeah. Because yeah. that's where most of humans' settlements that are the largest yeah. are. Now, it's not just bodies. It's not just water is psychic. It's the ocean is psychic. It's yeah, fresh water is fine. It's only about the salt content. <laughs> yeah, that makes it psychic. Phew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm, got all the salt in me. Mm. I mean, this was a botch like infinite. Salt is the um, like the thing that powers your psychic abilities. Um, they're pseudo psychic. <laughs> they're weird. Yeah. They're weird abilities. You can summon ravens out of your hand. That is that is weird. You ever play Bioshock? I did. Yeah. It's a weird thing. The beehive one is horrifying to see. I mean, a lot of them are Your horrifying. hand becomes a hive of bees. The one where you're like, I'm going to shoot fire, and you look at your arm, and it's like, oh, that's charcoal now. Great. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of body sure, horror in that sure, series. Sure takes a fun power and just makes it body horror. Yeah. Give, let's David Cronenberg get a crack at it. <laughs> Uh, uh, hey, you have a power fantasy? What if we made it gross? <laughs> what if it was horrifying? <laughs> yeah, it's me, the guy who made who uh, whose favorite uh, X Men characters are Skin and Husk and Maggot. Mm, that sounds like the, all the best characters. <laughs> Maggot has ma- doesn't have a, uh, a, a digestive system. Oh, great! He just has two maggots. Oh, sweet! <laughs> in his abdomen. Mm, yeah, the best. And Skin's power is Skin. Uh huh. Anyway. (laughs) 
So yeah, so so it's just the oceans, not uh uh it's not, not fresh water, not fresh water. Which the means Great Lakes, they're fine. Yeah, so which means that we yet you really got to focus on those rivers, those lakes. Yeah, yeah. The the brackish water when's the fresh water and the salt water hits, that's where it starts getting stronger. That's no man's land. <laughs> not ruled by the sea, and not ruled by man. Ruled by no one. <laughs> one. Uh, I mean, the thing is that you. <laughs> the ocean is not <laughs> specifically coming to get you. No. Um because it can't no one, it can't grab you and have someone throw you in. No. So if you think that you can resist the lure of I guess your dead relatives is coming back. The, the, I think the thing is is that in this world it's incredibly important to be around other real people. Yeah. Um, uh, that's why that's why the spaceship was so easy to get exactly because isolation exactly <laughs> so i i think and this is gonna sound lame kevin yeah but i think the buddy system is very important <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody look there are going to be psychic projections out there now at some point, you're going to want to go to the ocean. Maybe you'll start walking to the ocean, not even realizing that that's the direction you're heading. At that point, your buddy <laughs> needs to let you know to not to go to the ocean. Now, this is very, very important. Your buddy has to be alive. Yeah. Make sure your buddy is alive. If at any point you think your buddy has been dead, you need to come and get a new buddy. <laughs> A new living buddy. And that's right. And we all know that the buddy center is in Wisconsin. <laughs> so, so you need to go to Wisconsin. And we'll assign a friend to you. That's right. <laughs> well, based on Now, keep in mind, anyone who's in Wisconsin, unless they are a young child, has probably lost several of their buddies. <laughs> which, will, which will only succeed in making sure there are more psychic projections. Of your dead buddies. That's right. Coming for you. So. Really, the system actually sucks. It, well, it, yeah, but it's necessary. Like, what's the alternative, it, Kevin? It guarantees you're going to get so many psychic projections of all your dead friends. Yeah. I mean, actually, that's only implying that your friends keep dying. This world is no more dangerous than our world. Yeah. So, like, you know, back in the earlier times, yeah, you're going to deal with a lot of that. Yeah. Like, oh, man, I got, I got a lot of got people who died from cholera. Here's the thing, though. If lots and lots of people die, you're desensitized to it, right? <laughs> like, you get used to it. Well, no, but, yeah. I, and the thing it's is, only the people who are most important to you that would be effective lures. Can, can, and also, not only that. Can, so, I have an amendment to the buddy system. All right. You cannot be friends <laughs> with your buddy. I mean, that's going to be a movie, then. <laughs> <laughs> two buddies. Two lovers. No. Forbidden. <laughs> <laughs> by by circumstance and fate, <laughs> these two these two buddies hated each other when they first met, and now they're making love <laughs> in theaters. Spring 2018, <laughs> buddy love. <laughs> but Romeo, we can't. We're buddies. <laughs> What light through yonder window breaks? Ah, oh, it's my buddy. <laughs> Shit, you're pretty. Would a buddy by any other name be as sweet? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you got a commercial? <laughs> sure. This week's episode of The Third Space is brought to you by our long-term listeners. People who've heard every single episode. That's right. You've been with us from Muppets, Being Alive, to Skynet, to Abernathy. You understand Johnny Appleseed. That's right. You understand everything. You are here with us. So thanks for listening. Thank you. So you got the buddy system going on. You had I me guess. at hello. Um, I think the important thing to remember, <laughs> uh, though, is that this going once again from the movie is that <laughs> this this what we've decided evil psychic predatory ocean. I don't know if it's evil. Hungry. Okay, this hungry <laughs> psychic predatory ocean. Mm-hmm. It's like a Venus flytrap. Yeah, it's not its fault. Yeah. Um, it's just what it does, Kevin. Just his nature. Yeah. It's just the nature of the ocean. It's just psychic ocean nature, Kevin. Um, it's it in Solaris. It never seemed too active. No, it was <laughs> not. It's not active. And not only that, the projections it, it creates. It doesn't try to hide them. It never tries to trick you. No, they're just sort of like hello. Well, it, it doesn't understand like human society or. Or that sort of thing, right? It just understands this is a thing that you like and is important to you. You know what? <laughs> Maybe the ocean doesn't have a concept of life and death. Probably doesn't. So it does not understand these people are dead. Here, let's be very clear, Kevin. Yeah. This is not a sentient ocean. No, it's a bunch of water. <laughs> that Yeah. 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 That wants to eat you. It doesn't want anything. This is just the effect it has. Yeah. And it needs to eat you because yeah. that is, you know, its nature. Yes. Yeah. Not um, its nurture, though. No, not as nurture. No, uh, is nurture is the friends it gives you along the way. <laughs> uh, I mean, with that case, then, I, then, like, I can imagine that people could be living closer to the ocean, mm-hmm. um, just because you're aware of the draw of it. Well, and, and it'd, be, it'd be like if someone's weak-minded, you should be like, yeah, you know, maybe you should like move to Utah. Yeah, yeah. And you can't or go to Saskatchewan. Utah. There's a Salt Lake there, Kevin. This is it a Salt Lake? Salt Lake City. I know, but I, that's just a name of things sometimes, Jeremy. <laughs> Happy Valley Goose Bay does not have a Happy Valley Goose Bay. Doesn't it? <laughs> Do you know? Have you searched every inch of that valley? No, I have not looked. <laughs> I have not been I to Happy Valley I bet if you Valley went Goose to Bay. Happy Valley, Kevin, you would be happy. <laughs> With a Goose Bay. Hmm. I guess it's Happy Valley Goose Bay. Yeah. So it's a Happy Valley Goose. Happy Valley Goose. Honk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Man, what a what a happy goose that is! In comparison, hey, want to the go down geese. to the bay? Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> to all the other geese. What about dildo? Don't want to go there. <laughs> I mean, I, or I, do you? I guess Kevin? Salt Lake City could actually have. I mean, that would make sense. Salt Lake City. City. Yeah. <laughs> now, now I don't want I don't want to claim to be an expert on Salt Lake City because I don't know anything about it. Other than there were Olympics there that one time. Yep. Uh, and it is the capital. Uh, but Utah. of Utah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I do also like the idea that it's, that its name is just three things that are in this place. Yeah. Salt. There's salt. Huh. This lake. Okay. And we'll make a city. Whoa. Oh man. <laughs> what, what do we call this place? Good job, Mormons. Uh, 
Salt Lake City. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or maybe it is Salt Lake. If, if anyone's from Salt Lake or has, or I could just, no, wait, don't, don't, I, don't message me. I'll look it up after this is done. No, at him. No. At him, people from Salt Lake. Nope. I almost asked for you to do it. No, I'll just look it up. No, at him. <laughs> Make sure he gets the proper information. No, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna <laughs> Google it. Wikipedia will teach me. Uh-huh. Quick, everybody, go edit Wikipedia for Salt Lake City right now before he has a chance. That's impossible. <laughs> you don't know. That's fair. Uh, okay, so yeah, so if you're weak, if you're weak-minded, probably a good idea not to live too close to the ocean. Or at that if point, or if you're going through um, an emotional experience, right? Yeah, like if a very close family member or your spouse passes passes away probably stay away from the ocean for a while Actually, i like that better thing that like you still have to live by the ocean the ocean is a better place to live because of all the stuff you can get out of it but if you are grieving the the grieving like process in this world is to leave yeah is to be like oh uh, you're grieving well you should spend three like well you should three go weeks in the desert no you should go to the morning lands morning lands which yeah. is just away from the ocean yeah it's Wait. not. It's not uh, the American Midwest. It's not Saskatchewan, Kevin. No, it's the Morning It's Not the Heartlands. Yeah. No. 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 The Morning Land. It is where it's just full of sad people. Yeah. And they're dead, uh, like lovers and friends and things like that. Just walking along, all being disaffected. Yeah. No, just walking places. Then it's Solaris, truly. Yeah. <laughs> just walking. Yeah, that is really where we're hitting this Solaris uh, movie. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> everybody go watch the movie uh, <laughs> yeah go watch the movie then go fall asleep go during watch it. the movie and understand our pain uh, <laughs> go watch the movie fall asleep during it wake up not know where it is <laughs> not know where you are Be get like, scared wait was this was this the hallway he was in last time <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a talk between two people where, where one character goes that is my dead wife oh Yes. Yes. She died. Yes. Yes. Anyway, goodbye. <laughs> and that's the scene. <laughs> Is this weird? Oh, maybe. May- I don't know. I, I we cut I th- that part out. It wasn't interesting. No, I swear. I think <laughs> there is a moment where some where someone goes like, "Isn't this strange?" And the person goes, oh, "A lot of things are strange." Yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> You can't do that. <laughs> this is hard. Life is hard, Kevin. Fades into the background. Because <laughs> I still think because the thing is, the ocean is still very important. You still need to ha- like there's still yeah, things. You I get still out of it. I still think you probably have your largest settlements further inland. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Um, but and I I do think lakes. Yeah, lakes be very important. But the problem is that lakes are hard to refresh like food supply in. It's true, but I I think that. Because of the necessity, we would develop in a different way, right? Okay. So, yeah, okay, you have this lake, but you can't just fish all the fish out of the lake. There's yeah. a like very limited population that you're dealing with, right? Yeah. So instead, it has to be a sustainable type thing, because, like, if you if you scuttle a lake, essentially, yeah, right. If you deplete a lake, well, then you can't live there anymore. Period. Yeah. So what that tells me is that people would develop ways to use the lake and the water 
um, I mean, in a more sustainable manner. I mean, hopefully. People also have a habit of just being like, yeah, but this is good for me. That's true. That's true. But that only that only works – like, the reason why our society is like that and only now really realizing the shit show that they've created – Yeah. Um, is because there's a lot – there was a lot more – um like highway to run down. Yeah. Right? When you when you have only lakes and rivers that are really safe for your water supply, then that runway is much shorter. Um but I mean like water supply and stuff you can get out of it is like like I guess the question is and it doesn't even matter if it's true, it's if people believe it. Mm. Um because let's think of it this way. People are not aware the for a long time that the ocean is what's doing it. That's true. There's no way to know. No, you just know that that you will sometimes see your dead uh, loved ones and to not go towards them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, but part of the thing of Solaris, I think it has to be that they that they because they know it's the ocean that it's Solaris. They know if they go to Solaris, they could be with the thing. Yeah, I feel like actual in actuality, a large part of the the start of this world is people being like, "Oh, my dead loved ones here." I don't know what that means, and then accidentally going into the ocean. And oh yeah, unrelated. it's absolutely an accident. Because if you don't do not know, it is the ocean that's giving you this person. That's true. You'll just be that's like. True interesting yeah that is a really good point because this is not like a lure that can pull you in like with you know a, a fishing rod with a line a string there's no string there's no, no, there's no you're fishing right it's line. just like this is a nice thing this is it, a nice thing this yeah, is there, a nice thing it would be like if i'm like okay i gotta catch myself a fish and i just throw like i guess bread what do fish eat i mean they could smaller eat fish smaller fish algae yeah <laughs> Whatever, I throw fish food into a lake, and then I'm like, yeah, now the fish will come for me. Then a fish is eating the food, I'm like, why is it not coming for me? Yeah. Come to me, fish. <laughs> <laughs> why is this not working? <laughs> All right, I, I, know, I know what I'll do. I'll I give love more this food. metaphor, and it's perfectly accurate. <laughs> That's exactly what the psychic ocean is doing. <laughs> so, until, which, is, which is hilarious, because once we actually, like, figure out the connection yeah. between the ocean and this that's when it's more dangerous yeah i guess i guess it well like i don't know when we i guess it it's, out. it's kind of like um crippling drug addiction in yeah. that we at that point you know where it's coming for yeah but if the pleasure reaches a certain point for a group of people yeah right you know what's probably a big philosophy in this world yeah stoicism Okay. Right? Not showing or denying emotion. I mean, that would explain Solaris. <laughs> <laughs> that would explain the film we just saw where they deny emotion at every single level. Yeah, but but uh, it, it would be an important philosophy because if, if Kevin, yeah. you did not deny those emotions and you were like, oh, sweet, this person that is dead that I love is back here with me again. Yeah. Right. If you lean into that, right, then your desire for it will grow more. That's yeah. the way the human brain works. But if you deny it, the temptation will lessen over time. Do we also... Which um, means, Kevin... Yeah. Which means that... I'm going to choose an arbitrary age. Okay. By the age of 35... Yeah. You probably have reached a breaking point. Where either <laughs> you're so addicted... To the psychic ocean, psychic constructions. Yeah. That you go to the ocean and die. Yeah. Or 
you've denied it enough that, you know, you're fine and it's not going to bother you for the rest of your life, probably. That's possible. Yeah. Um, I was I was just thinking that, like, so if this has been the way it's been forever. Yeah. That, uh, you know, you have a loved one, they die, they come back a little bit later as a psychic reconstruction. You're not aware of that. They just, they're back. Yeah. Like, we these aren't those cosmonauts on the space station who are like, how... Even if you were them, how would you get here? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then, then like, all these questions and more next time on hallways. Uh, <laughs> uh, then your thought process is a little bit different. In this world, death is treated as well. You die, and then I guess you come back, but you're a little bit weirder because you vanish and reappear at random times. I you know what? Like ghosts. Yeah, you, they're ghosts. They're ghosts. They're ghosts. And you just have to accept the fact that they will but you but you they're they're not And they don't know that they come from the ocean and it's psychic, so people aren't going to try and study that. Yeah. So it's basically just ghosts. This is a world where ghosts are real but they come from the ocean. Yeah. Cuz for anyone out there who's like being like, but wouldn't the ghosts like try to like convince you to come to the ocean? No, you have not seen Solaris. <laughs> All those people do is just talk to you about the fact that they're related to you and then Yeah, and like <laughs> Because it's they don't his, try to convince you to go to Because it's his dead wife, <laughs> yeah. they have like a quasi sexy scene that is real weird to watch <laughs> because the ocean clearly does not know what is and what is not sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> during that during that sexy scene, the camera just pans away and fades to the ocean lapping the shore. <laughs> <laughs> and he's and he's like, "Yes." If caress. I if I remember, Kevin, and it has been a few years. If yeah. I remember, the quasi sexy scene is that his dead wife comes up to him and like touches his face, yeah, and like leads him to bed, and then just like lies in the bed because <laughs> the ocean's like, "What's next?" To that? I and don't then, know what's what happens at this point. And then, if I remember correctly, he stares at her, yeah. For a long period of time. And then the scene just, like, fate, like cuts out. <laughs> like, there's no conclusion to the scene. That seems about right. Solaris to everybody. That seems about Solaris to me. <laughs> uh, how so, far we've come. How far we've come. So, really, all these, like, psychic constructions are seen as weird wandering spirits. And you just have to accept that, you know. And this only ever makes one for you. You're not, yeah. not going to get a collection. No. But someday... But some- it could change. Um, I suppose it could change. It's a, it's based on your desire, right? Yeah. So, Kevin, let me run you through a hypothetical. Okay. Kevin, you had a wife yeah. that you loved very much. Oh, man. She died. Oh, no. And came back. Oh, yeah. And as a psychic reconstruction. Oh, weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you've got your dead wife around you. Yeah. She does weird things like touch her face and lie in bed. I get that. <laughs> she did uh, that before she died, though, so that's cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was her version of foreplay, wasn't yeah. it? Um, I'm glad you're in character. Yeah. Uh, but then you meet somebody new and you start a relationship with them. Your dead wife is around, but they understand they're dead. They're, they're dead partners there too. Well, but would you like the weird thing to keep in mind is that at that point, are you not kind of just still married to this person? No, because that's not the person, Kevin. But you, you don't, Kevin. But you, can, you don't know that, Kevin. Yeah, but here's the thing, Kevin. Yeah, if your dead wife came back as a re, as a reconstruction, surely you had something in common, right? Yeah, like maybe, Kevin, you both like burgers. Okay, right. So you see her and you're like, "Hey, let's make some burgers." 
And instead of making burgers, the next time she see her, she's holding a burger in her hand. <laughs> like, you cannot have a conversation with this person or have normal behavior with this person, Kevin. No, but, but it doesn't change. Like, but that's with everybody. That's just something you accept is that, like, throughout the history of humanity, if, you, if there's someone that you love, usually a wife or a husband or, like, that, like, something like that, something close like that, and then, then they die. Mm-hmm. Um, they will come back and be a little bit weirder and have some magic powers. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you can't have a conversation with them or do anything fun with them. But at that, see, po- see, but Jeremy, from- at that point, you are connected because once you die, you both disappear. Yeah. So maybe maybe there's the mindset that, that when you when you marry someone, yeah, that you're bonding your you're life force together, the, their weird future self. And when and if, and if one of you dies, it's not until death do you part, Jeremy. Because <laughs> when, when one of you dies. Yeah. You are you, they now bonded to you like a wraith, <laughs> your own personal wraith, your own personal wraith. And Jeremy, you are you can't, okay, but what you can't what, tell me what, that you are not. What so happens? M- what happens, Kevin? Yeah, if somebody does fall in love again, again to somebody else. The same thing that would happen if you're if married before. You have to get divorced or re-kill your wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, what happens to the psychic reconstruction then? Because that lure wouldn't work anymore, right? Um, oh man, we don't know enough about Solaris. Jerry, we don't know enough about Solaris. (laughs) Okay, well. (laughs) If only it was longer. (laughs) If only we had watched it more than once. If only there was a sequel. No. To explain all these plot points. No. Uh, I mean, let's be honest, Kevin. If we made Solaris 2, we could make up so much Buckwild shit. (laughs) Like, we could be like, yeah, this is why this happens. And everyone would be like, You've explained it, and now it's ruined. And we were like, now it's ruined? <laughs> uh-huh. um, okay, you know what? I do think that if, if it's based on the idea that these are important people to these people, yeah. doesn't one of them kill their psychic reflection? But that's, that's because they're like, they are not real. Yeah. Yeah, and they kill them. Yeah. Um, but once again, because this is, like that's because the space station is very clear. It's overwhelmingly clear in many different ways that that is not that person. Yeah. Um, on Earth, it's a little. It'll be a little bit more wishy washy, um, but I do think that if it's based on your feelings toward that person, if yes, you do, you are able to move on. Yeah. Um, in, and I, I and I think the thing the thing that will still push at you, even if you're like, oh, I you know I've dealt with the death. Yeah. But like, because it's trying to re bring up those emotions. Yeah. But if you move on and find someone else, I can imagine it fading away. Yeah. And my question is this, Kevin, because clearly the ocean doesn't wait until someone you love dies. No. So what's what's the sort of thing it's luring you with before it can exploit your dead relatives? I mean, if it has if it has nothing, it has nothing. Yeah, but everybody has desires. Well, yeah, but but I think the the purpose. Kevin, are you saying that the ocean wouldn't try and lure you with like a bowl of pierogi mac and cheese? Well. Once again, Jeremy, <laughs> what the ocean has done is make a bowl of pierogi mac and cheese. Yeah. And then I'm like, where did this come from? I'm going to eat it. <laughs> well, no, Jeremy, I wouldn't. Here's something you need to know about me, Jeremy. What? If I just find random food lying around, especially cooked food, yeah. I don't eat that. But what, I don't if, know. It's, what if it's in your house? <laughs> I didn't make it. How do you know you didn't make it, Kevin? Because I know... I'm what aware. if you sleep cooked? <laughs> Not sleep cooked. I barely sleep sleep. 
I did I'm, not I'm see just, cook. I'm just, want, I guess, yeah, the, just having random objects appear is not a useful way of it learning. It seems people. very clear that this ocean can do one very specific thing, which is bring back dead loved ones. Because <laughs> that's all it does. Maybe that's its effective, its most effective strategy. Though. No, I think that's its only strategy. <laughs> okay, I'll run with this. It's a psychic energy. Yeah, that's true. It can see, it. It's its very specific purview is dead loved ones. Okay, but... Maybe let, me, let me pitch this to you, Kevin. Yeah? It works off desires. If its power is more than just creating a dead loved one. Yeah. Right? Imagine in the different stages people go through in life. Like yeah. when you're a baby, it could literally be any fucked up thing and you would go towards it because babies are curious by nature. Yeah. Right? As long as it's something that they want with the ocean, we'll, we'll know. No. I, right? Then – you become a child, it's candy or a toy or, or something else, right? And then when you reach puberty, it's whatever kink you didn't know you no, had. Jeremy, it's not what you want. That's not what the what the ocean is doing. No, it's it's something you have a connection with. No, it's something you've lost. Oh, you're right, I guess. Because you feel differently okay, for someone so, for um, someone who has died yeah. than you have for like like let's once once again, let's say let's say you're married. You feel differently for a living wife than a dead wife. That's true. It still could both be love, but it is a different kind of emotion. That, I think, that is what the ocean can feel. I think that is that is a, a hammer nailing a nail on the head. You, yeah, and you that's same with that thing you just said. <laughs> yeah. So I think like if you are if if so if, you, if it targets things that are lost, that gives us our answer. Yeah. So if you, for instance, lost a good friend, yeah. it could be that good friend. Yep. Um, you know what? That friend could actually still be alive if you've just lost the relationship. <laughs> what, um, once again, I think that's a different Couldn't feeling. It? Couldn't it? I think that's a different feeling, Jeremy. Uh, here's here's the thing. I think if, if this thing, I ref- think loss is tied very very closely with regret. But I think if this thing, ref- man, now I'm actually trying to wonder if in Solaris, if there was a character who the person wasn't dead, they were just like not there, not there. Um, it's tough because it is a space station, so everybody's not there. Yeah. Um, but the but if we're if we're talking about uh about the psychic ocean reflecting or seeing emotion, then it sees similar emotional states. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to say I don't think you being like, oh, my friend moved away is the same as my friend died. You like, know what? It might it might change depending on the era. Because before we had like telephones and internet and instant yeah. communication. Being far apart was a very large thing, right? Let let's say Kevin that you're in, um, you have red hair, Ireland or Scotland or something. Okay. Um, so you're in Ireland or Scotland, and it's the potato famine. So your best friend moved away. Okay. And they moved to the New World to Prince Edward Island. All right. Right. Like a letter. Yeah. The only way that you could communicate. Yeah. A letter had about a 50% chance to get to you, right? <laughs> and it that. took years. Yes, but once again, I feel like the feeling still is different between like, okay, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's not different. If if you believe that like your friend never made it and they're dead, then yeah. yes, you okay. could create that psychic projection and they could still be alive. What if what if you haven't heard from them in five or six years if and you, you think they might be dead? If you believe that they are dead, <laughs> okay. then you could get that, okay. that thing. That uh, By the same token, if they actually do die, 
but you're just like, oh, no, they're, they're still alive. They're doing great over in PEI. Oh, then, Cheryl. <laughs> then you won't get that projection. Yeah. Because you are not feeling the emotions. Okay, okay. That I they gotcha. are dead. I gotcha, I gotcha. Also, you could also get like pets. That, yeah, okay, you can get like pets. Like if you have strong feelings for when the pet dies. Oh, you, man, that would be real weird. You'd be like, oh, man, my, my dog's just your pet. your pet shows up and it's not wagging its tail. It's just looking at you. You're like, <laughs> this is creepy. <laughs> All right, then it touches you on the face. <laughs> it touches on the face and lies in bed. Um, like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed on the bed. Get out of the bed. Uh, Get out of the bed, dog. Okay, so I met someone the other day who has a cat named Dog, and I love that person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a cat dog. Yeah. Yeah, they have a cat, and they're like, go back inside, dog. And I'm like. Alright. <laughs> I see you've lo- <laughs> I see you've named your animal to confuse other people. I appreciate this. I appreciate. Um okay, so we have a few minutes left in the podcast. Yeah. We should recap what we know about this world. Okay. One. Psychic ocean. Psychic ocean. Psychic predatory ocean. Yeah. Two, uh less large settlements along the coast. Yeah. Um three, the buddy system. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. I forgot about that for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. The buddy system. Yeah. Uh, four, no heartland. Instead, the morning land. Yeah, where you go to mourn away from the ocean. Um, uh, I forget what number I'm at, but lakes are very important. Yeah. Because they are safer than the ocean and still sources of water and food. I'm sorry. I don't mean to like completely like rewrap all this stuff, but if we go back to the the fact that you do not know it's the ocean that's doing it, none of this stuff exists until you figure out it is the ocean. Yes. Well, my one counterpoint to that, yeah, is that clearly the effect of the ocean is stronger the closer you get to the ocean. Okay, that makes sense. That, that's 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 why the the ocean on Solaris would create an island on Solaris, but yeah. not yeah. So people up in the what that tells me is that people who live close to the ocean are more likely to go missing. Yeah. Which means that settlements, even if lots of people are moving there, settlements grow slower because people go missing. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, as long as you keep falling in the ocean. I was also going to say that, like, if you're a, if you're like a sailor or something like that, then you have a very uh, very interesting job with, you know, sea-related things. You know what? Probably um, sea exploration probably doesn't take off as early as it did well i mean i think it's still it's it's probably hugely delayed we probably have separately developing continents i mean the the thing to keep in mind jeremy is that sea exploration was already the most dangerous thing you could do Mm -hmm. i don't even think i don't even if yeah but if it's even more dangerous i i then then even if even if there's that same amount of interest if it's more dangerous less people succeed jeremy kind of but like it's it's weird, laterally different. Like Jerry, imagine if you will that there were rumors on the sea of ghosts and sirens and things to lure you into the deep and uh, things that we already have in this world. Yeah. Um. So like those things and mermaids, Kevin, <laughs> mermaids that aren't actually just manatees. Yeah, like that's something that you are dealing with. But mm-hmm. if the but if the idea is that you are you go in there with your eyes open, that you're like, okay, when we get onto this boat, you will see you will see visions of your dead wife on this boat. Remember, stick with your buddy. Stick with your buddy <laughs> on a boat, which is easier to keep an eye on someone. Yeah, like I think the the basic thing you have to deal with on the boat is that if you are overboard, you are dead. Yeah. Because the ocean has you now. No, nobody's going in there after you. No one's going in there after you. No no such thing as a life preserver. So I think it is laterally different. 
Yeah, but I, I would still say that objectively us looking at it, that's a more dangerous situation than our ocean is. Y- yeah, but I mean, it's that's that's really looking at it from the outside. Yeah, but like like for if, for, for them, if, they... if it's more dangerous, there is less success. Is what I, is what I'm saying. Like even if even if you take out our perception, yeah. Like if it's the exact same as our world, if it's more dangerous, less people succeed, and that just means that you know the people who. Um, go over like colonization and, and all that which is the unfortunate history of our world mm-hmm. um it would it would be slower and less successful i mean slower but keep in mind jeremy for years people have people just sailed into the northwest being like there's gotta be a way through <laughs> there's gonna be a way through like the thing about when you get to the age of exploration the age of that sea travel is a lot of people just ramming their heads into a brick wall until yep. someone eventually breaks through so yeah you're right there's a lot more heads that'll be rammed into that wall yeah but i mean i i always look at the northwest passage and people being like there's a way through and they go and die Someone else is like, no, nah, they just didn't do it right. <laughs> no, I'm just better than that person. All right. Then they go die. And someone else is like, no, no, no. I got it. And then they no, go no, die. No, I'm learning from their mistakes. Oh, you were there. You saw what they did? And then they go and die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's – that is that – is Man, the, the age of exploration is not the age of exploration. It's the age <laughs> of the psychic ocean. Yeah. Yeah. That is – that is a – that is the history of man. It's just the idea of being like, I can do that. No, no, they were they were stupid. I can do that. So imagine that, except for instead, it's an ocean that's full of just people. Like, I mean, and also, if you go out and you don't have a loved one, essentially, or you don't have a loss like that, I guess it's true. I guess the people who are are the ideal sailors in this world are hateful, are, are and the lovable. Pe- no, are the people who have not gone through loss. Yeah, or just or sociopaths. Yeah, or sociopaths. I mean. If you ask me, Kevin, what is a better system in making all our sociopath sailors or letting them become CEOs to hugely powerful corporations, I vote letting them become sailors is a better option. That's fair. Yeah. Well, hey, if you think that's a better option, <laughs> uh, you should uh, give us a rating, a review, a subscription, have a podcast, or wherever it is you get your podcast from. Uh, and if you know anybody who loves Solaris and needs to hear this... <laughs> Make sure you tell them about our podcast. If you know anybody who loves Solaris, run. <laughs> uh, but you can get hold of us on Twitter, either individually. I'm at Strongman K. Weir. And I'm at Mighty Thuse. You can send us topic suggestions or just maybe how you're feeling about something. Yeah. Isn't anything. Yeah. Uh, you can do that to our joint uh, Twitter, which is at ThirdSpaceCast, or email us at ThirdSpacePodcast at gmail.com. You can also check out our website with a bunch of our original episodes on there. Kevin, do you have a recommendation for one of our original episodes? Uh, the Pokemon one is pretty good. <laughs> the Pokeball, sorry, Pokeball one. The Pokemon wall is, is pretty good. So yeah. um, if you only have the last hundred that were on here, maybe go check that out if you'd like some more content. And our theme song is Balrog Boogie by Diablo Swing Orchestra. Join us next week on The Third Space when it's this week on The Third Space. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm, I almost didn't make it, but I'm here now. All right. Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. <laughs> <laughs>